handle the truth. I'm Jim Price, Jim Price Show Daily Update. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. It is January 16th. It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday, 2024. Well, guys, this is, again, we have ourselves an election season, and we've kicked it off with what I've seen is basically, if they can't cheat, can they win? I don't see it any other way. I don't see how that these people can get away with continuing to go down this path where they want to say, oh, well, Nikki Haley, she's our girl. She can't do it. Nobody will, or whatever it is they chant in their their private meetings and Zoom calls. The sad part for me is I don't seem to see where this is going to get any better for the rest of us. They're going to continue to fight against us, and in ways that we really don't want. We're going to fight. We're going to have fights that are going to get in our face. We're going to have fights that are very passive and almost seem like they're not even there. But it does allow for that one percent push. In one way, remember, guys, everything is done for your safety. The reason that you are told by the state and federal government to wear your seatbelt is not because it lowers insurance payouts through accidents, but because it allows for the government to create another revenue stream for saying, I have probable cause to pull you over because you weren't wearing your seatbelt and you weren't being safety first. So then we're going to check to see if you got insurance and let's see if your driver's license is valid because but God knows we all lose the talent to drive. As soon as our license is expired or suspended, remember that little date on your card is only as long. That's all the, the, the that's all that your talent to drive will last, and that's the things you have to remember as we continue to go down this path. This is where we're at with this whole thing: is that we we believe the government is out here doing these amazing things. But guys, I'm going to go back to my statements I've said a thousand times. When have you ever really been to a Department of Motor Vehicle to get your driver's license or license plate? you know, that extra taxation every year on your vehicle? When have you ever gone in there and it didn't smell like a third-world country? When's the last time you went to a post office and it didn't kind of smell musty and old and the parking lot wasn't all banged up? Tell me when the last time you walked in there and you like, did you just walk out of the DMV going, my government is amazing. Oh, thank the Lord I have my government. Nobody's going to say that. The problem with this is, is we're going to go in. I'm going down this little cycle here of why we're going to suffer. Because, see, Nikki Haley, I made the announcement during early reporting. See, I told you, it's just a two-man race between me and Trump. But old lift kit, you know, got it on the air ride suspension. The old uh, Ron DeSantis, well, you know, he, he had to get on his high heels, and he actually beat Haley, and he wasn't even trying. Now, here's my problem. Ron DeSantis wasn't trying. Vivek was. Nikki Haley definitely was. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, Fox News was carrying the water for her. I, I literally, because I, you know, again, like I said yesterday on the show, I was like, I'll check out to see, you know, kind of blip in here or there. But I kept seeing that 
you know, on Sunday there was the, you know, the Brett Bear and uh, Martha McCallan and and uh, Neil Cavuto and uh, Ingram and Hannity. They're all showing up in Iowa, and I was like, wow. See, this is a problem for us, folks, because Nikki Haley yesterday, I happened to catch again, just was watching to see what they were going to talk about, and. <laughs> They were talking about, I don't know, the price of fish in China. You know, like they were all worried about whatever. And they literally had Nikki Haley up there. And I think I talked about this on the show yesterday, but the problem with it is I want to refresh you that they've been carrying water for this chick, and she bothers to come in third even after announcing after her early returns. And that's right, Iowa City uh, gave her her victory, uh, the only county that Trump did not win. But... But, 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 there's a problem, folks. There's a bad apple in the in the apple cart. There's a there, there's something that don't quite smell the right way, at Mayor Farmer John. Hey, Nikki Haley, or Nikki Haley, <laughs> Nikki Haley. Say, hey, Lindsay. I didn't mean to call you Nikki Haley. Sorry about that. Uh, Ken Reezing, good to see you, man. And uh, Rebecca Wells, good to see you as well. Thank you so much for being here, guys. And no, I don't mistake you for Nikki Haley. Just had Nikki Haley on the brain. Um, so here's what I know. I know, Lindsay, you can hate me now, um, and that's okay. Just just put me on the list, or worry, I'll put you on the list of people that hate me. Whatever. I'm just kidding. Uh, I know you don't hate me, but. As we go down this path, I want you guys to understand that there's something that doesn't that smell right. What is that? Is that is that is that the caucus? Is the is there something about the Iowa caucus that doesn't sound right? Is there is there what is there uh what what about the caucus last night? Uh, Carrie says, Iowa, Cody, huge college town with uh, Iowa City, uh, huge college town with liberals. Trump took rule vote. Uh, sad, only 14% came out to vote in the cold. Now, as I drink this amazing water here, and by the way, guys, I am finalizing the order. I am in communication to get the final shipment of uh, stuff for copper. Uh, I know that there are other things that I am... Anyway, I'm working on it. You guys, I mean, I, I just, it just, it takes time and money and uh, translation. So anyway, so as I'm thinking about last night, there's a problem, and 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 Carrie Heiserman kind of almost touched on it a little bit, kind of touched on it a little bit. He kind of got real close there. You know, he said that Iowa City, huge college town with liberals. Well, did you know that yes. Iowa had a huge swing right before the caucus to register a bunch of Democrats over to Republicans. Now listen to me here, folks. From Democrats to Republicans, that's actually what's going on here. So when we think of places like what Kerry Heiserman just, he's proving my point here, saying that the college towns full of liberals. Well, the liberals... They wanted to get their people in. They wanted to get their person in. 
And I'm going to try to figure out what that number was, what we said this, saw the sudden conversion from Democrat to Republican registration right before the caucus. And I'm going to want to match that number with if they go back. Now, they may stay registered as a Republican because a general election in the as a Republican, uh, you know, you can vote for whichever party you want when you go in the polling box, right? And then you can really throw things off showing you're a registered Republican but yet voted Democrat. Um. Oh, and uh, Carrie says you can switch parties at the caucus. Now, see, right there. I mean, this is proving my point. Now, what would the real numbers have been? What would those have been if Trump was only going against Republicans who honestly wanted to be there to vote for a Republican? How big was his margin of victory? And I think this, hey, Tanya Price, good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. Appreciate you being here like that. Um, what, 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 okay, would this, would this actually validate? Uh, Rebecca Wells says her granddaughter just got here. Thank you all for the prayers, everyone. Well, thank you. For keeping us as a part of your family, Rebecca, we all hope that your granddaughter uh, is doing well. And uh, I do love a baby. You know, love love babies. They're all, there's so much there, right? Uh, And they're just so neat. Yeah, they they squirt out poop every three to four hours and they pee a lot. But uh, it's a lot of fun having kids. And I do miss that part of, of the... I just miss that part of life in general. I really do. I, I think that we ought to be having a lot more babies. And by the way, guys, that this whole thing of the banishing people on earth and the, the abandoned buildings and things of that nature, I do believe that uh, there's going to be more to come uh, with that stuff. And we need to start having a lot more babies. And it's uh, called this. I don't know if you guys knew that or not, but this is sex. So anyway. Legs both directions, you know, doing the old missionary, you know, and it's not too rabbit ears kissing, but this is actually sex. Anyway, uh, Ken says, you miss being around baby poop. Well, yeah, because the babies go with the poop. So, yeah, I'll have to say I do miss them. They are a great part of what I have always thought was the best part of life is raising kids. Um, anyway, so let's get back. So... Going back, if we only had just Republicans going in there, I think we would have gotten a true, a true number of what the 2020 election really was. And by the way, the exiting poll of the caucus had some 88% of everybody who was there believes the election was stolen from Trump. What if that 12% number, now work with me here for a second, work with me here for a second. If Trump's numbers, I don't know if I can look up, how do I want to look this up? Trump's numbers said he won about 51 or 52%, right? But wouldn't you say really that every Republican kind of has that, hey, you know, they, they stole the election from Trump. I don't know of anybody I run into that really kind of goes against that. I don't know of any Republican I've ran into that's like, oh, no, no, no. Biden's our, you know, our, our leader, and you know, we're going to do that. People who vote in primaries or in caucuses like this, these people tend to be your more vote 100% you 
you know, in the general election. Uh, they are the ones who vote during the primaries, the, the, the all the off-year elections. They tend to really be those people. And trust me, when I ran for office, I learned a lot about that. A lot of things I understood already, but it just confirmed what they know to be true. Now, if we're saying somewhere in the 12% range believes that the election was free and fair and Biden won that election, wouldn't that sound more like a Democrat? And let's say we take 2% of that off. Just, just throw that out. Let's just say it's only 10%. And wouldn't that put Trump more in the 60 percentile range at that point? That in reality, the people, those other 10% probably sprinkled in there to Haley. Because again, we've got interviews with people who are in New Hampshire talking about how they're going to vote for Nikki Haley because she's a better version of Biden. Their words, not mine. I mean, you watched the last Tucker Carlson uh, episode that he talked about the caucus. Add, uh, add Vivix 8%. Well, yeah, there you go, Carrie. Uh, we got another 8% there. So somewhere you know, in the 18 to 20% range, you add that to Trump, and he is in the 80 percentile range. Now, remember remember the guy, that this guy, this, this guy right here, this, this guy. This guy here... This is a guy, this is me. Remember I've told you guys a few times here over and over again, I believe that Trump had 100 million votes, 98 million, somewhere in there, 98 million to 100 million. I mean, give or take a million. And I've had people like, <sighs> I mean, they just clutch their pearls. Well, Jim, that is a number that is, Oh, I just can't believe it. Oh, oh. Now, if I just took Trump's numbers right now that he got in Iowa, which Iowa is really honestly a Democrat stronghold. There's a lot of people there that live the Republican life, snowbird in Arizona, have a second home, have an RV, you know, have some land, income land that's, you know, rented out to farmers or at whatever, you know, that a lot of people in Iowa, they're doing all right, but they like to vote for that, that they get their little heart, their little, their little, little peanut butter pumper in there, and they feel all, you know, like, well, we got to give more to those who don't have as much as us, but get for goo. Uh, anyway, I met a lot of people in Iowa. I know Iowa very well. I used to uh, have a, an extended family members that lived there. My daughter actually lives there now. Um, I know the Des Moines and Pella in Oskaloosa and some of the other areas very well. Uh, been, I've actually, you know, it's actually a neat area. If you actually ever get a time to go to Tulip Time in Pella, Iowa, Tulip Time in Pella, Iowa, uh, watch the parade. It's actually something that it's actually pretty, it's pretty neat. Uh, there's a tractor parade and they do little obstacle courses with the little cone and egg and just cool stuff. Uh, people walk around in the wooden shoes. Anyway. But let's go back to Iowa. So if Trump won, let's go. Okay, we're going to use round numbers because we want to dumb it down. So let's say Trump only got 50% of all the votes. But then we take out that 10%, not 12%, but 10% that believes that the election was free and fair. So that gives him 60%. Then we could take Vivix 8% and we can fuzz in there a little bit. But that's giving me close to 80%, 80% 
80%. Now, the other two parts go to Nikki Haley and to Ron DeSantis. Now, I think Ron DeSantis probably got somewhere in that 10%-ish, 12%-ish range, not quite the 20 that they gave him. And I do believe that Nikki Haley's numbers, half of her numbers, again, were probably inflated by Democrat voters. Now, again, a cheat can happen, especially when we're doing things in a in kind of a loose, you know, and open format where you don't have to be registered as a Republican prior to the election day. But anyway, if we had 133 million votes and 98 million of them went to Trump in 2020, according to Jim Price and the Jim Price Show, all rights reserved, and this is my opinion, I have no scientific or basic fact, I'm not a doctor, whatever disclaimer you want me to give. If I took a 98 million against uh, the the other 35 million, wouldn't that match what you just saw in Iowa? Wouldn't that be like an 80-20 split? I just just asking for a friend. See, I don't I don't think we always put everything together and we don't believe that we're winning. But guys, unless they are able to cheat, unless they are able to get the precinct people not to show up, unless they can get you to give in and give up, I mean, they got a whole lot of months here to come up with, uh, what is it, uh, SpaceX or X virus or, I don't know, Omicron or I don't know uh, which, I don't know which transformer we're using right now. But what is it that, I mean, guys, they, they got a lot of time. They got a lot of time. John Candy, good to see you over on CloudHub. Thank you so much for being there, sir. Appreciate it. Um, I hear the Iowa caucuses have no, uh, not cheated because the military is closely watching the process. Um, and I do believe that there's a lot of eyes on things, John, and I do believe you're correct. And I do believe we have suspicious eyes now that are actually just bothering to pay attention. We've shown them that there may, be, may or may not be a problem, so they're like, well, I want to see if there really is. Curiosity is all right. Uh, looks like Ann over here says, plus, no Dominion machines, no mail-in voting, uh, one paper vote per person, and the votes were laid out on a table for all to see. However, I feel it's weird that registered Democrats could go in and change their political affiliation and vote in the caucus. That, seem, that to me, seems strange. Uh, and over on CloudHub, thank you for saying that. I do agree with you in that respect. I do believe that there is something going on where this is allowing for some hocus-pocus and some, you know, hibbity-jibbities, right? We have a little bit of a problem with things. But again, this is how this works, where we get to, we're getting to see how this can be done right and how it can all be done and counted in just a couple hours and everybody's fine, Remember, guys, this was exactly what I was telling you being a precinct head would be like. Remember I said, go be a precinct head. Be a poll watcher. Not the strip club kind, but the kind where they're voting. And go there and be a poll watcher and be a part of the solution. This is where you just need to go in there and look at things and say, this is what we need to do different. This is how we do it. And yeah, look at what we can do to be different. Magic. It's called participation. That's why it works. 
But let me go back to that whole thing where I was going on and the whole 100 million vote thing. I mean, how did I come up with some crazy number like that? Well, um, I went in and I took the 15% that even Dr. Douglas Frank, uh, the Mike Lindell physicist who has put his life and his career on hold to show the people where the anomalies in their own spreadsheets don't, don't work. The answers don't work for the bottom right-hand corner. Well, we both have come to the conclusion, we both talked about this, it is a 15% swing. It's just an algorithm. They just changed the percentages in the column so that 15% of every vote from this column goes to this column. It's not that hard to look at. But then when you start really getting down to the brass tacks of things and you start seeing that there are other places where they had 110% voter turnout and you start peeling those back away, and then you start looking at the numbers in which they really laid out, you will find out that Trump did get that 80%. And I do believe, guys, that that is absolutely... I, I do believe, I believe... That that's absolutely the truth. And I think that sometime in the future, there will be a time when that will all make sense. But it seems to make a little more, more sense just on how the Iowa caucus turned out last night. Now, this is again, this is again a, this is again an observation. But I also know that certain executive orders have been re, re-upped have continued to be moved forward, that we still have the, if you touch our elections with foreign money, you will have your property and your life confiscated and liquidated, and you will go to jail for treason. I mean, the same level of, of punishment for treason. So my problem with this is, is I, I, I left a look around, and I say, okay, listen. Why are you guys, why do I have to Raymond, good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. He says, hey, Jim, finally found you again. Yeah, thank you for being here, Raymond. I appreciate it. Good to see you. I've had to try to convince you that everything's, we're, we got progress. We're doing good. But we got to keep our mouth moving, get the old pie hole. Instead of putting pie in there, just keep talking about the election. Keep talking about the injections. Keep talking about the frequencies that we know they're, they're doing things to us with EMFs and all this other stuff. And we know that they're, they're doing things to keep us away from the microbiome and the natural process in our soil. We know all this, right? Guys, I think that we are, we are, we're doing great, but we're so used to being a, just being a piece of shit on somebody's heel that we feel like we're just less than, that we're bothering, and that we're just stinky and nobody wants us around. I, I think that we find ourselves feeling less than and feeling like this anxiety inside of us is, 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 a, is a real emotion from here, but it's our bodies that are being attacked and because we don't have methylfolate and we don't have our copper and we don't have our iodine and we don't have the magnesium we need for muscle conductivity. But, what, but we're, we're all like, oh, I got anxiety and depression in my head. And, uh. Uh, Carrie Heiserman says, uh, are you planning on uh, getting back to uh, 
to the Dark Delight. Uh, well, we don't. We we were talking about doing it as a midday show, and we just haven't had any. I just we haven't had those discussions uh, in the last couple of weeks. Uh, so we were talking about that right after we left the radio station, and uh, we're there's some other stuff that's we're we got some other stuff. We'll, we'll see how it goes. So, um, so thank you for that compliment, Ken. I do appreciate that. Thank you. Um, but look, guys, we. We've got methylfolate issues. That's where anxiety comes from. We got If you take some 5-HTP, it'll help you with your serotonin levels and get your adrenal glands to relax and you don't feel all inflamed and your lymph nodes are all blown out. But see, this is how they do it. They, they got us in such dis-ease that we feel like we're just mentally losing our mind all the time. We feel like there's not much we can do you know, we're like, oh, gosh, you know, I'm just, ah, oh, we're not winning. And we're, oh, ah, ah, ah. See how they got you? So they go in and they use these. By the way, glyphosate, which is Roundup, and there are glyphosate lawsuits all over the place out there. Do you know glyphosate actually leaches the calcium out of your bones and causes your bones to be less dense and the marrow to deplete itself so your immune system actually drops? Guys, if we ever use another ounce of Roundup on this earth again, we should be slapped in the face. I mean, I'm not big on, you know, getting in the way of people, but just as a, as a consumer base, we need to stop buying anything that participates in glyphosate at all. Seriously, we need to be that vigilant about it. But anyway, the glyphosates that we're dealing with that go in, they settle into the pelvic girdle and the muscles and then it just sits there and leaches out into your body and it just just drips out and drips out and drips out it's like a it's like having a you know a, a sunburn and you got a shirt on right it doesn't really hurt but it doesn't feel good either you know you know what i'm saying there that that's a whole thing and so you think about it in that way you go okay um okay what do i you know you see what i'm saying there you got to Start redoing what you thought you've you your thought you, well, you're needing to do in your life. Just do it differently. Let's just do it all differently. Okay? Let's start let's start living life where we say, you know what, we're not gonna accept any type of food with glyphosate in it. We're not gonna be we're not gonna accept any type of food that has anything that's going to deplete the natural microbiome of the soil. I've been watching this I and I need to get these guys on uh, the show. Called, they're called carbon cowboys, and these people are going around educating farmers on how they use their land and doing no-till and also using cattle as a way to bring back grasses that are drought-resistant but also grow in the winter. So there's always a steady source for the cows. And this is, I, I am watching this and I'm going, Okay, now I'm not a hippy dippy guy where I've got a, you know, yeah, I got long hair, I get it, but at the same time, I, I'm saying that, you know, I'm, I'm seeing that the mushrooms that I have in my yard growing, and the chicken poop, and, and the garden stuff, and then putting in sunflowers just everywhere I can. I mean, guys, if you're not putting in sunflowers, if I don't care if you're renting an apartment or a house. Just go around in the flower beds and plant uh, sunflowers. People will let them grow. But sunflowers are the easiest thing in the world to grow. All you do is take the seed, shove it in the ground. I mean, literally just flush with the ground. Shove it in the ground anywhere you want them to grow. You can grade a whole fence line of them. 
but you're putting nutrients back in the soil, but then the seeds themselves, you can harvest them for eating for yourself, or you can leave them out for the birds and the squirrels. But see, guys, I, I've, I've been going down this path now of seeing where they've, they've destroyed our lives. And see, this is all tied to the election, right? Oh, no, Jim, you're just off talking about the medical stuff, and I don't know, you kind of lost me there for a minute. No, I didn't lose you. We're still all here together. Just hang on. See, when they destroy our bodies and our ability for us to actually heal ourselves and feel our best and connect with our, our higher power, see, that's where they get to control us because we're all we're like, oh, I'm so sick, and oh, it's too cold to go vote. No, the, the SpaceX or, I don't know, the space herpes is going to get me or whatever it is that they're going to come up with the next disease. Virus X. Sure is magic that we, you know, Elon Musk names Twitter X, but then suddenly we're going to have Virus X the year after he starts pushing back against all their agendas. And I'm going to tell you what, guys, I think I've said this before. I am a huge, huge fan of Aaron Rodgers. Um, I've actually been getting to kind of know him, uh, just kind of reading some of his background and uh, all this other stuff, and it's actually very interesting that he he's really become he's a real truther, and so I got some tentacles out. I'm, I got some people I'm working on, so I can figure out if I can get a hold of, of Aaron Rodgers. I'd love to have Aaron Rodgers on the show, and I'd love him to be a part of this because he's big on 9/11. He's big on the government chemicals. He's big on all that stuff, guys. And he, I guys, I, I it's not a it's not a Green Bay, you know, whatever the I don't care if he's playing for the Falcons or whoever. Just as a man. I have watched him stand up to Pat McCarthy, which I McAfee. I like Pat McAfee, the the punter. I don't think I don't think maybe I'm saying his name wrong all of a sudden, but he's been a great. You know, he's got a great little show, kind of funny, the little quirks, and he's actually been out there on his own. Like he's not an Aaron Rodgers, but he's definitely way past MSNBC. And so anyway, Aaron Rodgers had his guest spot on there. He would come on, and. Uh, uh, oh, I love that he called out Kimmel. Uh, Rogers did ayahuasca. Well, yeah, ayahuasca, guys. It's a there's there's nothing wrong with ayahuasca. By the way, guys, I have looked into a lot of these things. I've not done any of them myself, but I'm gonna tell you right now, the stuff that they have demonized, the stuff that you should be running towards, uh, everything that I have re- researched and gone and gone down those rabbit holes with, uh, ibogaine and all these other stuff. These are all things that are very very essential to our body and things that helps us connect with ourselves and a greater connection with our higher power. And I wish that people would stop demonizing it as it's some type of rave drug or something like that because ayahuasca is a very, very ritual uh, uh, medicine. It actually, you go through a whole process of cleansing your body and then you do all of these different things. And it's actually really interesting to watch that we really have kind of screwed up what is actually healing us. It's not the glyphosate, it's not the chemotherapies. It's different ways to help ourselves. Um, and then uh, Ken says he wants to try DMT and ayahuasca both. Uh, yeah, uh, DMT is another one of those. DMT is really kind of weird because you don't really feel it, but then you feel it. Uh, it's very interesting stuff to see there, Ken. So, yeah, these are all well worth people getting uh, the information on. Uh, there's a place in uh, about an hour south of San Diego a wellness center down there that has uh, treatments and different types of cancer treatments and does ayahuasca um, ceremonies and all kinds of other stuff. So maybe we'll have to one of these days 
put together a field trip and we can all go to uh, San Diego and uh, see how the uh, see how all that works. So there is that out there. Anyway, going back to the election, we went way, way, way off the beaten path on that. By the way, guys, I do love uh, Twitter. I am down to 32-39. I was up to 32-47 over the weekend. And so, yeah, I'm... <laughs> Twitter just cannot, just cannot ha- help themselves but just drain off my followers on Twitter. Just so disingenuous. I got a help ticket put in, but we'll see how it goes. Anyway, um, going back to the election. So when we think about the election and all these things, when I tell you, hey, we got we got this going on, we got that going on, we got all these victories, things are happening, you know, we should be bold. We are winning. We're fighting against just a very few people out there. <laughs> And you're like, Jim, that's not real. <laughs> Again, this goes back to this goes back to the anxiety that they've created in us by making us diseased. This is what they do to us. The EMF, the frequencies they're putting into us with all the different wavelengths that are out there. I mean, we got all that going on. Plus, we got the environmental stuff that we're doing to the environment that doesn't make the you know the soil and everything good to ourselves anymore because we're screwing it up. Then we have our food that's coming in, and then we're ingesting this. And by the way, guys, again, I'm going to go out there on the limb. I'm going to tell you, do not eat oats. Do not eat leafy greens. Do not eat corn. These are things that are absolutely making you sick. If it is a corn meal, it has BPH in it. BPH thins the stomach lining wall. And it will make you sick, have leaky gut, where your food is rotting into your blood system, and you are having rotting food in your blood. Um, that's called sepsis. That's called being septic. And so, anyway, just something to think about. <laughs> A little light reading for yourself later. But this is where this whole election thing, when I tell you guys, hey, there was 98 million people that voted for Trump, and the rest of them voted for Biden, it's just me doing some observation just from a distance. It's like, you know, when you see those those different pictures and you have to kind of squint your eyes or you got to you got to bring back or you got to kind of look at you know this is where i see that and i don't know i'm not accurate i'm sure I, I there's some numbers in there that i've probably missed or pushed too far but what i'm pointing out is that if trump is anywhere close to a 60 to 80% think about that 60 to 80% of the vote was given to trump that's 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 unbelievable, but that's how many people are pissed about the 2020 election because a lot of them saw what was going on. A lot of them knew what was going on. It's like unless they can cheat, they're not going to win, and that's why. See, this is okay. This this is where I can prove the 15 percent, guys. This is where I can prove the 15 percent. Did you ever notice how Trump and Biden's curve really were almost mirroring of each other? That's not possible. That is, that is absolutely not possible because you're going to have spikes in, on both sides where there's going to be a, a, a push that you're going to see a lot of votes go one way or a lot of votes go the other way. But the fact that those, those votes all started in this nice little rainbow arc and then all of a sudden we had the Biden jump, right, where you went jump way out ahead where they did the, oh, crap, we'll just throw another 10 million votes in there or 20 million votes, just hurry and do it. See, my problem is, guys, is that I can see these patterns, and I want you to see them that way. And I don't want you to go in there and go, oh, we're not winning this, Jim. I've just, I've tried so hard, and I just, we're not going to win. We are going to win. But here's my problem with that. What's that victory going to look like? Now, is this going to be according to 
John Kennedy's version, uh, according to Ken's version, Lindsay's version, Ray's version, Rebecca's version. I mean, who's, whose version are we going off of here? Can, uh, Carrie Heiserman's version? So the problem is, is we have to understand if we don't put this stuff in our heart and we don't work on this stuff and really do something about getting our attitudes right, what do you, what do you think it's going to look like? So you can do a lot with your attitude and your heart and get all these things, you know, get, and you start work, working on that anxiety and pulling all that stuff back and understanding that maybe there's something else out there, maybe something else going on, maybe you're just not feeling good. And a lot of times, guys, I, I, don't, I don't always feel good, and I'm like, Why, what's going on? Why am I feeling off? Why am I having a, you know, this and that? And like, so I, I do go back to, um, I do go back to what I ate that day and what I drank that day and what time of day it is. And did I take my vitamins or didn't take my vitamins, my minerals? I take minerals only. Uh, so I, so I'm looking at these things and I got, and I'm going back and I'm looking at processes and seeing what, where I'm at, because, you know, when I woke up this morning, you know, I didn't, my back, yeah, I was sore or whatever, this and that. And maybe I had a, you know, but I didn't have this or I didn't have that. So now this happened after I ate this, or this happened after I took that, or this happened or it's been happening. Right. So anyway, guys, we, we have to get our hearts in a better place to understand the positivity of that. We have to get our hearts right. We have to get it better and believe in the positivity. Just because we all have a different version of what we think a victory is. See, some of us are like, ooh, a half a percent victory is the victory. And some people are like, hey, you know, you know, I, want, I don't even want the other guy to get one vote. So the, everybody's version of what victory is is, is just going to be different. I mean, you look at a football game, the coach is like, hey, I just want to win the game, and the quarterback's like, I got to get five touchdowns to get my bonus, and the and the guard over here, he's got to, you know, he's got to be make sure he doesn't get any more uh, penalties or he's going to get, a, you know, he won't get his bonus. Or well, uh, the, the, uh, the, ta- the defensive end over here, he wants to get another t- uh, sack because he's going to get a million-dollar bonus. Everybody's version of victory is going to be different, right? I mean, this is how this works. So, again, we have to think about what do we think the outcome is going to be? What do we think the world's going to look like on the other side? Well, it's going to be different than what we want it to be, but we have to always be shooting for the stars. Don't shoot for that half percent victory. Don't, don't, don't come in there just slide at home. Go in there with pride. Go in there knowing that there, this is worth it. This is where we should be. And just, just, just kind of completely look at this all different. Completely look at this all different. Remember I've, I said this over and over again. And how true is a statement, right? Your future is a reflection of your heart now. It's a reflection. Your future is a reflection of what you started out over here with. So an hour from now, a week from now, a year from now, those are reflections of where you're going to be because of where you are now. So your future is a reflection of your heart now. Make sure your heart's in the right place every single day, being better than the day before. So how great will your future be in an hour, a week, a month, a year, 10 years from now? What will your country look like? Will we have a way to figure out how to balance out to where we have a government that's not predatory on its citizens? Do we have the or we're going to have the ability to say that we're going to do it differently in the future and not be, you know, our government has to live within the money we give them, not the money they're willing to spend? 
So when you think about how this future of ours is going to come down, we really have to be thinking that we do have the victory. We do have the freedom. We do have the liberty. We do get to be amazing. And those are the differences where I know there's a lot of different messages that are going on out there right now. And I know that it gets very uh, hard to not get a little bit down about certain things. You know, saying, oh, you know, well, this happened or, oh, that happened or my currency doesn't get me as far, uh, different things like that. There are, there are positives in all these things. And I do believe that we have been able to give, been given a lot of opportunities, but we look at them as problems. Okay, so there's 99 failures for everyone's success story. But every one of those failures has success in it because you learned and you did move forward to a certain degree. Because you didn't get to where you thought you should be, okay, reevaluate, and let's try it again. See, that's okay. That's where we start learning about the world around us and how we are and how we'll be able to gain access to our future. See, it's pretty simple. That's pretty simple. But we don't think of it. They don't think, oh, it's got to be complicated, Jim. I got to go in a meditative state. Oh, I got to do that for 92, 56, 9 hours a day or whatever it is that I have to blah, 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 blah. Guys, it really doesn't have to be that hard. But if we think that we are not affected or are affecting Nikki Haley, who says it's a two-man race now, that's just a two people in the race that she's beat everybody else. See, she really has stepped in it. Like, she stepped in it in the whole idea that she believes you guys at all have to go in. And we already basically have. We've already registered who we are to be on the Internet. But she wants a government registry so that the government can throttle and restrict your access to parts or all of the Internet. By the way, guys, do you know that we don't even experience like 10% of the Internet? Google has such a suppression on the internet. You guys do not even realize how much more internet really is out there. And then you have the whole idea of the quote-unquote what they say is dark web, but there are also multiple levels of dark web. And I, guys, we are not accessing everything we can. We really are not. Uh, keyword man. So is Nikki a man or is she admitting defeat? <laughs> Oh yeah, um, there's. I knew you. I, I figured someone would pick up on that with Nikki. But that's again, this is a problem for us. But we have, we have this. We we kind of have to look at these people and go, "Are you even serious? Are you even? Are you even real? Are you even serious? Like Nikki, what are you talking about? She's a bit of a warmonger. She really believes that you guys actually need to be putting more bodies in the war. That you need to go in and kick Iran's butt." By the way, Iran's only got a few million people. If we really thought we needed to go in there and kick their butt, it's really not that hard. It's like saying we're going to go kick on a kick a third grader. Me, as a 52-year-old man going up to beat up a third grader, I, I'm really kind of liking my chances. But again, America's not using her strength. Uh, Ken says, uh, Dick Cheney in Three Inch Hills. Oh, yeah. That's absolutely right, Ken. I believe that completely. So, guys, we have all these opportunities to see these people for what they are. 
we get to see Nikki Haley. We get to see DeSantis. We get to see Vivek. And guys, again, I understand Vivek's congratulated Trump. But there are some problems I have with either it's the experience of Vivek or was it actually a Freudian slip, an experience thing? Is he really a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Well, Trump says that he wants him to be at his New Hampshire rally, and that's fine. But that's Trump's uh, choice, not mine, and I don't know if uh, Vivek's base, the 8%, is honestly worth it. Sorry. I met, I met the guy at CPAC last year. I what it didn't I mean I I talked to him and I didn't think it, I mean I don't know I just thought he was I really kind of thought he was an idiot. I didn't think he was that intelligent. I really when I talked to him I didn't I wasn't getting this, you know, oh, you know. But again, you know, what am I what who am I? Right? I am not a I'm not a not a psychologist, you know, I'm not an educator and I'm not a doctor, so I don't have the ability to be able to tell you Anything factually did not test him to see if his brilliance or anything like that. But again, I just was not that wowed by the guy. Um, but anyway, yeah, I met him last year at CPAC. So just kind of think about all these things that they keep trying to get you to believe or keep making. Because remember, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley. And then, by the way, Ron DeSantis bothers to beat her, and she was campaigning the whole time. Ron wasn't. Ron wasn't putting the time in. You can't walk around in high heels like that and and his feet not hurt. So he can only put so many hours in a day because on those platforms that he's wearing, those high heel boots, he, he, you know, his ankles get weak and his balls, balls of his feet, his balls get tired. The balls of his feet get tired. So again, this is a, this is one of those things where it really screwed up Nikki's uh, presentation, screwed up the establishment's play. But guys, what I'm pointing out to you is look at what we pulled off. Even with them bringing the Democrats in to try to prop Nikki Haley up. I, I, guys, I'm going to tell you right now, she may have pulled out 6-7% from Republicans. I, I give you that. But I really do believe the rest of all that is all inflated garbage from the Democrats. And even Ron DeSantis' numbers, I think, are, I think his numbers are inflated by 6-7% too. So, again, I'm going to go back to my original number. I think Trump nailed it at 80. I'm just... I'm just going off the polling numbers, the exit polling numbers for who believe that the election was stolen in 2020. These are tend to be your super conservatives that come out in the snowstorm that make sure they're going to be there. These are not weak-minded people. Oh, I don't know who I'm going to vote for. I just I'm not so undecided. You're not undecided. Are you really undecided? I, I need to I need to talk to some of these people who are undecided. I really do. I I, I don't I don't believe you. I think you're Full of it. I just don't think you have the backbone or the fortitude to say what you believe. And you don't want someone calling you out on it. What I am going to call you out on is your fact that you're undecided, which makes you weaker than the choice you were going to make. So if you, if I look like I'm a Republican and you are a Biden supporter, and you will say, oh, I'm undecided, only because you don't want the interaction, because you don't want me to get involved in your, in, in your politics. I think there's more to it than that. Uh, with as much of an ass whooping Trump laid down, why would the others even still be in? Uh, they got embarrassed. Well, see, here's the other thing, guys. There's only like two states that are not, you get it, you get it all. There's only two states. 
and I can't remember which ones they are, but like four, of the 48 others, you get 100% of the vote. If he would have won by one one-tenth, one one-millionth, one, one vote, if he'd have won by one vote, he gets the whole state. It doesn't even matter that he didn't win Iowa, uh, Iowa City, where the Hawkeyes are at. doesn't matter. Because it just take it just took one vote. As long as he wins the state by one vote, he gets the whole state. And he gets all of those delegates. But now we're going to have a problem. Watch. We're going to go into this whole thing, and you're going to see. You're going to see that at the end, when it comes time for the delegates to go to the Republican conference and turn their delegates in for the state of Kansas, some delegates are going to have to go deep into their heart to understand how they should vote and what the what God has told them. You know that, right? They did that in the last election. They did it in the election before. They've done it almost in every single election. The delegates who go to vote for Trump start getting a change of heart, start getting a little rogue, where maybe not all of it goes to Trump. Or whoever. But again, this is where the politics come in and people believe that they can start putting their fingers on the scale. Ken says, we probably won't even have the election. The elites will burn this whole place to the ground before conceding power. Well, Ken, I do believe you're on something there. And this is where we keep having that conversation where kids are like, hey, oh, you want to burn it down? So you're going to burn it down? You're going to burn it down for the election? Guys, Getting in their face and saying it out loud and being a little bit sarcastic or, you know, just kind of condescending or whatever, however, that, whatever that attitude I was giving there displays. Oh, what? You're going to try to push me around? You're going to take my vote? You're going to steal it because you can't win? This is all language and words that should be used constantly. But we, if you don't call out what is the problem, then who else knows what the problem is? And how does the problem know that they're the problem unless you're saying, hey, you're the problem? See, this is a problem for us. (laughs) So as we continue to go down this path of we... Well, you know, uh, no, guys, we are able to do a lot of amazing stuff. I mean, and I just wish that we had, we just had it in here where we believed ourselves, where we didn't have that, um, we didn't have to worry about or look over our shoulder or like, oh, well, you know, maybe I, maybe I just didn't, maybe I don't know. Maybe Trump is, well, you know, if I tell people I'm a Trump, if I wear that red hat, black people are going to kick my butt, but I see black people wearing it. So who's kicking their butt? White people? Or the black people kicking the black people's butt, and then the white people are kicking black people's butt, and the black people kick. Which one is it? And by the way, Joy Reid said that Nikki Haley did not succeed in Iowa because of white Christians, evangelical. Now, let me hold on a second. I got to look this up here. What does ev- evangelical? Evangelical. Evangelical, um, relating to 
or in accordance with the Christian gospel, especially one of the four gospel books of the Testament. Now, wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. All right, here, hold on a second here. Now, Joy Reid on MSNBC said last night, because of evangelical Christians, and to be an evangelical is to be in, a, in accordance with the Christian gospel. Are you... What? So you're saying that because 61% of white, 60, this is, get this, this is how they mix the word, this is how they mixed everything up last night. 61% of white Christians are evangelical. They're in accordance with the Christian gospel. Christian. So a Christian, okay, a Christian is someone who believes in the Bible and does all that Christian stuff, right? But then an evangelical Christian is a person who is in accordance with the Christian gospel. Oh, it's the accordance part. I, excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, I, uh, I didn't realize Anyway, she says that's the reason because white people, evangelical Christians across this nation only represent 40% of the population. White evangelicals across the nation only represents 40% of the population. That's a lot. Blacks only represent 12% of the population total. White evangelicals only represent 40% of the population what? Why are we even... So, why is it that this 12% of the population... Wait. Okay, 7%. Half of that is men. Half of that's women. 7% of... Anyway. Guys, do you see where we're getting all caught up in this whole, this little meat salad? This little... This little... Uh, this little thing where it's all blended. It just kind of makes you feel that It's not good. You know, mashed potatoes and turkey are great. Put them in a blender, they probably don't taste this. It doesn't have that same taste, right? It doesn't have the same effect. So my problem is, is that Joy Reid, a black lady wearing a blonde... <laughs> I thought I could get through it. A black lady wearing a blonde wig is lecturing people about white people. A black lady... Wearing a blonde wig is lecturing people about identity politics. I don't know. You, 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 you write that up however you want. Um, you make that a thing. Um, so uh, it says born again versus Catholic. Incredible expenses and rare whiskey. $2,000 a bottle. Never heard of that whiskey. Got to... Oh, what do you, yellow, yellow kick brown, white kicks yellow, black kicks white. It's a vicious cycle. Oh, <laughs> I get it, Ken. Thank you for that. Well, anyway, guys, this is a problem for all of us, and this is where we got to be. We got to be mindful. It's not a two man race. Quit playing into it. Quit repeating the things you shouldn't. Just say, hey, I think Trump beat him even more. If, the, if, if we didn't have so much, if we didn't have the Democrats in there screwing with the totals, we'd have found out that Trump got eighty percent. Just be honest with them. Say it. Say it. I dare you. All right, guys. Remember the ten percent we do for our neighbor, our community, our city, our county, 
our state, the federal government. The more you do for them, the less they have to do for you. Learn how to be selfless and not so damn selfish. There will be a far, far better place. Remember, hold the line, hold fast, do not give up, do not give in. We will win. I promise I'll make promises I can't keep, guys. You've always been amazing out there. You are the answer. The Constitution limits the government, but never limits you. Remember, the small G government does not sit on the throne of your life. Your big G God, your creator, where you get your power from, that big G God sits on your throne of your life, and that's where you get your power. God-given and able rights can never be given or taken away, so be mindful of those things going forward. All right, guys, it's been fantastic seeing everybody today. Thank you so much for all the great comments. It was great to see you, Raymond, Rebecca, uh, Carrie Heiserman, Ken, Lindsay, and others. Thank you guys so much for being around. It was been fantastic having you guys here. If you have any questions or comments, get a hold of me, and I'll get back to you soon as I can. I'm Jim Price, the Jim Price Daily Update. You guys will be good to each other out there, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.